Welcome to the Business Playdate, a podcast hosted by Lindsay White and Betsy Moorhead, two internet strangers turned business besties. We're two marketing professionals living across the country, raising our kiddos while running our own individual businesses. We built these businesses based on our experiences working in corporate management roles with the end goal to be able to show up for our families first. And we did it. We're so happy you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Business Playdate. We are recording this on a Friday as we always do. And if you listened to last week, we had a two-part episode. We dove deep into Lindsay and I's background um, and you got a two for one last week. So I thought that that hopefully everyone had fun with that. Yeah, a little bit fun, a little different. Yes. Um, but yeah, we're going into the weekend. It's as we're recording this, it's the weekend before Halloween. So do you all have any plans? Are you doing anything fun, family related? Um, we're not really doing anything Halloween related, but mm-hmm. my husband just sent me a, you know, like about 10 minutes ago. An email. And- How formal of him. Yes, we are an emailing couple. And. <laughs> He let me know that our neighborhood is doing a they're they're doing a father son camp out or a father child camp out, and they're all going camping. And he's like, oh, how fun! I think I'm going to bring Asher to this, and it does sound fun in theory. It sounds really fun until you realize I am sure most of these like we don't live in this neighborhood yet, so like we don't even know the people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm sure a lot of these children are over the age of three. Yeah. Old dad move. I mean, I can't wait to hear how it goes. They're going to have to go buy a tent and sleeping bags and the whole nine because we do not own – we're not a camping family. Yeah, yeah. Well, props to him for, like, wanting to, like, take the initiative to go do something um, uh, explorative. Very explorative. Very – I'm proud of him. Adventurous Uh, was the word I was looking for. Yes, I'm proud of him. I'm excited for them. I think it has the potential to be a lot of fun. Well, that's fun. I mean, and maybe there will be like some Halloween stories around the campfire. Yeah, could be good. <laughs> or it could so, be like a traumatic experience. <laughs> yeah. So next week's episode, maybe I'll report back. Who knows? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. We, um, my weekend actually just freed up a lot. My my daughter is, my oldest one, she's in dance. She does ballet and tap and she just started, but she is going to be in the like Christmas program. And so we've, by committing to that, we've committed to like some practices on Saturdays and this is going to be their first like two hour rehearsal, but they just canceled it for the three and four year olds. So I'm like, bravo. We got our Saturday back. Love that. Two hours. is a long time. It is. It is a long time. Um, but it's so cute. Like it's like a version of the nutcracker, but like it's with like bears, with bears. And so they're like little bitty bears, like balleting around. It's really cute. It's like, I don't know. It's probably like an hour or so long, probably plus program. And they're part yeah. like three minutes long. So that'll be interesting. That is interesting. Well, I can't wait to hear how it goes. I know. I know. Maybe you'll one day be in your dance mom era. We'll see. I, I actually was just looking up if they did dance for my daughter's age yet, but they don't. So I have to wait yeah. like another year. Oh, yeah. I think the earliest they start here is like two. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, well, fun. Well, speaking of like holiday fun, I think that's a little bit about what we wanted to dive into today and kind of talk about something that I think um, like we have some personal opinions on, but also we understand the reasoning behind this from a personal or from a professional like marketing standpoint. So um, I brought this topic up to Lindsay because I get 
so just like icked out by the pushing of products and brand deals that influencers have. And I feel like it's like so overwhelming. So like how this all came up was the October Prime Days a few weeks ago. I, and of course, like this is a personal thing. Like I can put my phone down and I don't have to be on social media, but it's like, it is just so much in your face. Every influencer pushing the same products with the same links, like the whitening strips and the AG1 and the, oh gosh, something else like, um, like some kind of like nail product. I'm just like, everyone must have like the same management company because everybody I follow is pushing the exact same brands, exact same products. And I'm just like, this is too much. It is. Well, you want to know over. something? You want to know something interesting? And this is more from like a business perspective, but AG1. Mm-hmm. So my husband and I actually, he was influenced and he is the least likely person to ever get influenced. He was yeah. influenced. And he's like, we should try it. So we actually do, you, we mm-hmm. have AG1 in the fridge and like we do take it regularly. That said, he was like, we should try AG1. Can you figure out how to order it? And I was like, sure. So I went on the AG1 website. You can't order it unless you have a link from an influencer. That is an MLM. Like wild. That is MLM style, right? Like you can't just go straight. That's direct. I don't know. Is, is that, it? I don't know. It's what is it called? Like, it's not like a, it's not like you're buying it through the influencer, but it's like you, it was like impossible for me to learn anything about the product. It was impossible for me to figure out how to order it from any like general Interesting. And so we had, I had to like go find an influencer and find their link to get to like a landing page that allowed Mm -hmm. me to get the information that I wanted and purchase it. Yeah. And to like, and to be clear, like I am not knocking the products that these people are pushing. Like I myself want to try AG1. I also have been uh, influenced and bought the whitening, the Luminex whitening strips. You know, it's just, it's just annoying. So how did perfectly honest? Let me ask you, how did the the strips work? Did they work as well as everyone says they were? I wasn't as consistent with them as I probably should have been, but they, I tell you, every whitening strip I've ever used um, has like hurt my teeth and these didn't. So, okay. So that's a positive. So, yeah. So maybe you should be influenced. But I think like the point I'm trying to get at here is like we're going into the holiday season. It's just like consumerism overload. And personally, it just makes me want to like not be on social media at all and like, or have to mute like all these influencers just because it's just too much. And it's too much. And I don't want to be, I don't want to see it all the time. Yeah. I don't need my social media page flooded with all of that content. And there's so many negative impacts. Yeah. And I think too, like from the perspective of, of like, those of us that work in marketing and like we understand why this is happening. And, you know, I think sometimes that makes it even more annoying to me, if that makes sense. Like I'll, let me use this as an example. So last week I was telling you guys about how for 10 years I worked in the entertainment industry at an event and it was a concert. We put, they put on these massive concerts, like 75,000 people every night in the stadium would come watch these concerts. So I was very jaded on concerts for the longest time. I like couldn't go because I was like, I know how the back end works. I know this. I know that. I know the reality of the situation. Like it was like bursting my bubble. So I think that for me as a consumer personally, whenever I see like big pushes, um, like brand products and stuff like that, it's like my bubbles bursted. I, I, like I don't have the joy or the luxury of being like naive to the situation, which like sometimes I would love. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think too, it 
it, like you were talking about the gift guides, right? So many people put mm-hmm. out gift guides around this time of year. Everyone is gearing up for Black Friday. Right yep. now, we are going to be in the absolute thick of Black Friday promotions. And everyone's going to put out their gift guides. They're going to say, this is what you should buy for your husband. This is what you should buy for your kids. This is what you should buy for your girlfriends. This is what you should buy for your mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And it's like all of these lists of these very generic products. It's the same stuff every single year. And it takes the joy out of finding gifts that you think someone might actually like. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Totally. And it, I don't know, it just creates this like pressure of, oh, well, you know, the gift guides all said I need to buy this Hermes belt for mm-hmm. my mother-in-law. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not in my budget. So yeah. then it's this weird comparison game of like, oh, well, I didn't even buy her a good gift because I didn't do what, you know, all of the influencers told me to do. Yeah. And like, like I think we were talking about this earlier, but like, I am sometimes like not the most creative gift giver. My husband is an excellent gift giver. He is so thoughtful. He That is like one of his love languages. I'm not so much. And so I find myself being like, oh, well, this gift guide says that my husband would like to have uh, a, an engraved like bedside table charger <laughs> for his phone and his watch and his wedding ring. And I'm like, no, he fucking doesn't. Like, Right? He's going to open it and be I like, what? About? I yeah. know. But like... To flip the script a little bit, like, I get it. I get why this is the time. It's Q4. Like, it's crazy. It's busy. I'm even the one, like, telling my clients from an ad perspective, like, we need to come up with promotions. We need to be pushing specific content. Like, da-da-da-da. So I get it. It's just, I'm just annoyed as a, like, as a consumer, you know? I'm definitely annoyed as a consumer. I'm annoyed as a uh, social media user. Mm -hmm. I'm annoyed as a member of the audience of many influencers. But I would say from a business perspective, there are a lot of opportunities. Yes. There's also a lot of things that you should know. Like you're mentioning ads. I mean, ad spend is going to go wildly up mm-hmm. because you're competing in such a bigger pool of yeah. brands who are pushing to audiences to buy X, Y, and Z because you know their husband needs it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about a couple of the opportunities so we're not just bitching this entire episode. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> um, so some opportunities here. As a, as a, like a business, so we're flipping the script a little bit here. Like as a business, this season in the holiday season, here are some opportunities that you can do to capitalize on the holidays, Black Friday, the, the, like the just, um, consumer intake, you know, ways that you can be a part of that conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you can get as a service provider and a lot of the people who listen to this podcast are marketing service providers. Mm-hmm. You can get so much more creative with the content that you're putting out there and the campaigns that you're putting out there because yeah. I mean, A, again, you need to be able to compete. So you're going to be competing with some campaigns that have a lot of money and ad spend behind them. But you also kind of have a little bit more creative freedom because you are trying to compete and it gives you this, I don't know, I think sometimes it can be really nerve wracking to put something off the wall out there as a service provider, as a marketer for your clients. And at this point in the year, you kind of have to put something off the wall out there or you're not going to be able to compete. Right. You won't, you won't stand out. Um, One thing that I talk about with my clients is like, how can we tap into the emotion of everybody right now? Like what is, because the holidays are such an emotional time. You really want to like your copy and your creative and your, um, like the, the physical, like you want to invoke some kind of emotion in everybody. And, and sure you want to do that all year round in your, in your 
marketing efforts, but especially this time of year, like family and like traveling and making memories and traditions. Like how do you embody that? Okay. So this goes back to the X, but. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Um, the materialism of all of it, you know, the yeah. constant exposure to these materialistic values on social media, reinforcing that idea of like the happiness, like all of your happiness around the holidays is tied to these material possessions. Yes. Like, that's not what the holidays are about. I was literally having this conversation with my husband the other day about like, so worried about when we're going to be like opening presents with family. And, and we looked at each other. We're like, it's not about the presents. Like, no. why are we, why are we talking about it like this? No. And it's funny. I listened to, I was at an event where there was a speaker recently and she was talking about, so she has two children who are graduated, like they're in college now. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about the holidays and making memories and the things that her kids remember from the holidays. And she's like, you know, we were always buying like the nicest gift, the best gift. Like we wanted to make sure they had, you know, presents and whatnot. And my daughter, if you ask her what she remembers about, you know, her childhood Christmases, she remembers one specific thing. She remembers this she said, I got it at the dollar section of Target. It was a little pop-up tent. And she remembers this pink pop-up tent, not because of the tent, but because we slept in it in oh. the front yard that night. And that's oh. what she remembers. And it's that they went camping. They did go camping. <laughs> and she remembers that experience. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I'm God, there's just so much stuff in our house, especially like both my girls and have birthdays in the fall that it's like, you just get so much stuff right before Christmas. I know you can relate to that, but like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, we've been trying to think of like, what can we do as like an experience for a gift versus things? Of course, like they're little, like I want to get them presents. Like Sienna's right. going to bring presents. Like we want all of that, but like some experiences that would be well, really fun. And like in this age where there is this influencer marketing and this constant consumerism being pushed in our faces, it's like, how do we push past that and make sure that that's not the ideology that we're passing through yeah. to the next generations? And you yeah. know, like, I don't want that to impact me so significantly that it becomes a part of my life. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, who knows? But, we're just fucking them all up. <laughs> Right? It's really sad. <laughs> I've now dropped two F-bombs in this episode. I'll make sure we have an explicit warning. <laughs> I didn't even notice the first one. So it slid right past me. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, one more thing, like, back to, like, the opportunities. They were all over the place. Can you tell we clearly are very passionate about this topic? Um, but one more opportunity that, like, you as a service provider in the marketing world can, like, relate to your clients, especially if they're in the e-commerce world, and they're selling a product and Q4 is such a big time, obviously holidays, like end of the year, everyone's trying to reach their goals. They're trying to use up their budgets, all of that. Use Q4 as an opportunity to catapult you into the first quarter of the next year from a like a financial standpoint for the business, because historically January, February, March are so low for especially the e-commerce world that people, I mean, people just got done shopping there till they dropped, right? Like they were just like, they're done with shopping. So your budgets, if you're spending ad money, your budgets are going to go down, which means, you know, your return on ad spend will probably go down a little bit. You're, you're not making as many sales, like use this time to build that foundation to really catapult you into the next quarter so that you don't have to work as hard on Smart. getting sales or pushing out marketing, you can kind of focus on like a different 
um, a different strategy for your first quarter. And again, I'm speaking mostly from like an e-commerce perspective, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, this is a really really great opportunity. Yeah. It's smart. And it's also a really easy time to ask for sales Mm -hmm. because everyone is used to being asked for sales right now. So if you're a service provider or you offer a course or a digital product, this is a very easy time to ask for sales because that message is just already out there so heavy. And if you're not e-commerce and you are um, like a service provider, use this, use Q4 as a way to grow your email list to, yeah, offer a freebie to get people, you know, excited about the new year. I mean, don't even get me started on new year, new me, like all that crap. But, um, yeah, I mean, like this is a, this is a good way to like use this, these last few months of the year to really prepare you for a less stressful Q1. Well, it's a great time to be planning. I mean, as, it's no secret here. I offer marketing strategy plans. Yes, you do. Um, and it's a great time of the year to be providing marketing strategy plans for clients. So if you are in marketing and you do offer marketing strategy plans or really any type of planning intensive, it's such a great time because businesses are looking at their budget and what mm-hmm. they've spent this year and they're trying to plan for next year. And if you're going into next year in this budget planning mindset of, okay, I have this plan in place and now I know what my marketing budget needs to look like, it's you're catapulting yourself to towards success for that January, March timeframe. Yeah. I'm just looking. So one, two, three, four, five. I'm counting how many weeks are left in the year. Um, this sounds six, terrifying. seven, eight. Okay. So there's like eight ish by the time this episode comes out, there's like eight ish weeks left in the year. That gives you plenty of time. If you're listening to this and you're like, Oh gosh, I need, I would love to have a project to like have some bonus money for Christmas to find you a client or to work with one of your existing clients and say, Hey, for like an additional project fee, let me build out a Q1 2024 plan for you. Um, I don't know, like a few hundred bucks, like 500 bucks, you know, like something just to give you like a little bit of that bonus money. Like we've been talking about how you can treat projects as a bonus for the end of the year. Call it a black Friday deal. (laughs) Uh, well, and it's it's funny because it's way too late in the game to plan a launch for Black Friday right now. Like that's yeah. impossible. Oh, you yeah. cannot plan a launch for Black Friday right now. So if you are in courses or digital products, like it's too late in the game, that's a no for you. Mm-hmm. But it is not too late to offer a service to someone because when you're in the services game, it is much more one-to-one rather than one-to-many. And you can tailor your messaging pretty quickly and you can tap into the market that you already have very easily. Yeah. No, you can. It's true. Gosh, like for as like annoying as the end of the year is as a consumer, when you just have everything literally just like being thrown at your face all the time, like buy this, do this, get this percentage off, save this much, da da da, all of that. It is such a big opportunity. Like there is just so much opportunity as a, a, a service provider to, to, to take on things or to like plan for the future. And to like, it is just, it is the most wonderful time of the year. Okay. It just is. It really is. And let's be, let it be that. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, tangible tip. Oh yeah. Um, oh gosh, I don't have one. Do you? (laughs) Yeah. If you're feeling overwhelmed by all the influencers pushing products and feel like you need to buy all of these products, 
maybe try unfollowing them. Yeah. Put them on mute or unfollow. Yeah. Totally. Mute is a good idea. Yeah. Um, let's see. My tangible tip would be you don't have to buy it. You don't. You don't have to buy it. I'm saying this multiple times so that I hear it too. You don't have to buy it. If it looks great, you don't have to buy it. Put it in your cart if you need to. Put it like my Amazon cart is bonkers. My save for later list is outrageous. So I don't use that, but what's funny is this could be a really good idea for yourself or for anyone really. When my son really wants something at the store, I'm like, I'll take a picture of it. I love that. I'll take a picture of it. You can look at it later. Um, You know, maybe we'll get it. Maybe you can get it for your birthday, Mm -hmm. but you know, I'll take a picture of it. And then I have all these random photos of random toys in my phone, but there's maybe two of them he's ever spoken about after the fact. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, those are the two that you actually like. Those Mm -hmm. two items are the things that you like. And if they're in your Amazon list, like you're going to go back into that list and be like, oh yeah, I remember all of these things. I need them all. Mm -hmm. But if they're not in your Amazon list and there's not like a weird repository and you're still thinking about it, then maybe you need it. And maybe you do need it. Yeah. No. All right. I'm going to go check my Amazon list and see if there's anything that brings me joy that maybe I do. (laughs) Or maybe it needs to get kicked off. Maybe it needs to get kicked off. That's true. That's true. Well, this has been fun. I mean, we just, we wanted, like, I, I clearly we, we, and then when I say we, I mean also me, had very strong feelings about this topic. I literally told Lindsay the other day, I was like, I really need to talk about this. This is just like from a personal standpoint, like annoying the shit out of me. But also, I totally get it. I totally understand. Yeah. I'm here for it as a marketer, as somebody who understands like what a great opportunity this is this season. And gosh, like, what I say, eight weeks left in the year, like, ugh, that's, that's wild. wild. That's terrifying, actually. It is. It is. But well, I hope Crept you have a lovely quick. weekend. I hope the camping goes well. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, I'll report back to everyone next week. Yes, please do. And guys, if you haven't yet, please go give us a review. Five stars. Leave us a little snippet. Um, follow us at the Business Playdate. We would so appreciate it. We'd love to hear from y'all. And we can't wait to catch up with you next time. Bye guys.